Hello and welcome to this week's news burst. Uh, we have got a very large selection of news to go through with you and as usual I am joined by uh, my co-host uh, partner in crime Justin. Hey. <laughs> Happy to be here as usual and once again we are joined by Drew who is becoming a uh, regular on the show which we're rather pleased about. Um, hi Drew. Hello. I'm the, de- and the and the designated recorder, we should say. I was gonna say I was that's just just what I was gonna say. I was like, let's be honest, he's just here to record. No, he's not. I've got <laughs> it working. It's fine. He just needs the Dropbox information. I need the Dropbox info. <laughs> and then we can we can Drew, go. How, do you, how does that make you feel? But still, I I actually I enjoyed last week's episode. I think having three of us here is quite good because we've all got different opinions, and it's 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 quite nice to instead of just me and Justin bantering on about shite it's nice to have somebody else come in and weigh in on uh on the things that we talk about so it's cool uh how is everyone pretty good pretty good, good week how's, how's the weather been over there um it's rainy now and was in the 60s i take it was slightly different for you justin uh slightly it's cloudy and we're 50s well, how's the snow is that all fucked off now uh just a pile of ice here and there yeah uh, fair enough i've got friends traveling to new york um beginning of next month and obviously they got, hit, they got hit quite hard and they're supposed be to get hit harder next month to be honest with really you. Fine. yeah wouldn't like to be them then um so you guys been up to much no. not not really i'm working on a couple of reviews right now the the season's about to start back yeah indeed um i have swapped out my PS4 hard drive. How is that? A doddle. Really? Yeah. Um. I don't know whether you, if you ever swapped out the hard drive on a PS3 Slim, which was generally quite easy. This was even easier. It took me less time. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it, you literally just pop the shiny bit off like a slider, like you would the back of an old-style phone. Um. There's one screw that you unscrew that uh that. that uh, releases the uh, the tray for the hard drive. Uh, you then got four screws in the tray that go into the hard drive. You unscrew them, put the new one in, screw them back up. Boom! Robert's your mother's brother. It's um, dead easy. The, the the hardest bit really is essentially getting all your stuff back on your on your console. But with online saves now, and um, you know, I'd, I'd already pre-downloaded the 1.52 uh, firmware and done it from USB. It was piece of piss. I was really quite shocked at how easier it was than the PS3. And now I've got a gig. A gig? You have one gig of hard drive? Oh, sorry, a terabyte. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So I can highly recommend that. I picked one up. um, It was a Seagate hybrid drive, um, so part SSD, part hard drive, and it was like 70 quid on Amazon, so bargain. Who's typing? Me. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, shall, we shall crack on with some news. We've got five morsels of news for you this week. Um, we're going to start off with the news that hit earlier on this week um, when both Microsoft and Sony were dick waving. Um, Microsoft came out, uh, I think it was Monday and or Tuesday, and announced that the Xbox One had sold three million which is pretty impressive, and that's just running up to Christmas, uh, or running up to the end of the year, my apologies. Um, 
which was pretty nice. Uh, they were very pleased about it, as you can imagine. And then uh, Sony came out and said that they had sold through 4.2 million. Now, the wording on that was slightly different. They had said it was sold through to retail, which doesn't in turn mean that they sold 4.2 million. But considering how difficult it is to get hold of a PS4, it's safe to assume at least 4 million of those 4.2 had hit homes. What do you guys think? Sure. I think it's safe to say that uh, both Microsoft and Sony are rolling in the dough right now. Well, we know Sony had a 5 million unit target for the end of their fiscal year on the 31st of March. You would think they're going to hit that at this point as long as they can get PS4s into circulation. If they can get them in stores or wherever, uh, they'll easily surpass that well, mark. They, they haven't hit Japan yet, have they? No, that's the um, 22nd of February, I think. Yeah, then they're definitely going to hit their mark then. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, there's, the, uh, because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll easily surpass that. Mark. They must be really pleased about it. I mean, the shaky start that the PS3 had because of its late-to-the-party attitude, um, you, know, they, you know, the head start that Microsoft had got throughout the last generation, um, they must have, you know had one hand on their heart, essentially, worrying about whether or not it was going to happen. You know, they they probably set a five million mark and it was probably quite tentative. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think they'll easily sell five million, even if they weren't uh, launching in Japan beforehand. But yeah, I think it's around about the 22nd. I can't remember the exact date, but you can imagine they're, they're going to shift really really quickly apparently amazon had put all the pre-orders have gone amazon put some more pre-orders up for japan um i think last week and they had gone in a matter of hours so again it's going to be tricky to find over there as well well yeah i mean you kind of nailed it i mean (laughs) there's nothing really to say no i mean it's, it's news um you know they're both doing well And no matter, you know, I'm sure the fanboys had a nice little, um, you know, war of words over, we sell more than you, you know what they're like. But the fact is, is that, you know, by the end of the fiscal year, you're going to have over 10 million new next generation consoles in homes. And that's only going to strengthen the quality of games that we get because if they're out in homes people are going to put the time and effort into next generation games and uh, and that's going to pay dividends for us guys um speaking of sony they were at ces this week Uh which as many of you know is a consumer electronic show mainly that show deals with um Things like phones, 3D printers, TVs, you know, the big word was Ultra HD this year, apparently. Um, And stuff about gaming kind of takes um, uh, a backseat. In actual fact, I mean, Microsoft wasn't even there other than the fact that I think um, Phil Spencer went there just to see what was going on. Uh, However, Sony did throw out a rather large piece of PlayStation news. And that's PlayStation Now which makes it seem like a demand more than a service. I want my PlayStation now! Um, But it's what they've done with Gaikai. So back in 2012, they bought this streaming service, Gaikai, 
a rather large amount of money. It's how many hundreds of millions? Oh, I have no idea. It, it was, was a it lot. Was, it was like three hundred and forty million um, dollars, which you know, hu- huge amount. And um, the idea was is they were going to integrate that into their next generation of console, uh, uh, consoles. And they have announced what they are planning to do. So PlayStation Now is a streaming service that's going to supply the streaming of games uh, from PS1, PS2, PS3, and eventually PS4 era. Uh, you're going to be able to stream them to your PS4 or your PlayStation Vita, and eventually to smartphones, which... I presume is probably limited to the Sony ones, and smart TVs, uh, starting with Bravias. The service is going to go live in the US later this year with a beta apparently next month. Now, they haven't given much in regards to pricing. Uh, however, they have said that it will be as a rent... They're going to have two forms of pricing. A rental service, you can rent the games as you please, or a subscription-based service where it will be essentially Netflix for gaming. Yeah. Now, are they going to rope that into the PlayStation Plus? So are they going to end up having kind of two subscriptions, much like Xbox does now, where you've got maybe PlayStation Gold subscription for those, like what we've got now, free games and uh, cloud storage and online services, and then maybe some kind of PlayStation Plus platinum service, which would then include the streaming of any of the games that you wanted? Um, is it going to be a completely separate subscription? And is this going to take off? Is this going to be the thing? You know, you look how popular Netflix is now. Um, it's the way people get their movies. It, yeah. it, it has changed the face of how we watch our, our entertainment. Is this, could this be? Could, could this be this? Could this be the thing that everybody wants? You know, I know it's all down to network speeds, I mean, you're not going to be able to use PlayStation now if you've got a crappy connection. They've already said that you need at least 5 mega, megabyte speed to get a good um, good service. But as internet connections get better, um, is this a future of gaming? And, uh, it, it all depends. It, all right, well, yes, this will more than likely be the future of gaming. I don't know if it'll be Sony's doing uh, the PlayStation Now may be a flop, and it all depends on two big things. One being the pricing. Yeah. The other thing being the library. And if they're planning on just having Sony uh, published games on there, that's not going to take off. But it, they've got to – I mean, to start – it's going to be – it's all going to be Sony uh, yeah. published games. But surely – they are already in place to, with deals with you know third parties like EA and oh. all those all those type. They've got to have that kind of service in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure they absolutely do. Um, but I think that before they even try to pump this out, they need to have at least a hundred games on there. And I think they need to be from other uh, companies um, and uh, possibly other platforms. See, that's the thing. They showed off PlayStation three games, but we were told PlayStation one and two. Or at least that's what their vision was. Um, now, if they were to tap into the original PlayStation and the PlayStation 2 library to start bringing some of those over, that would be a big game changer. Now, granted, this all could be in the span of a year, two years, three years, something like that. But this is this is a pretty big leap. And uh, as far as the subscription base goes, if they want to be highly successful, 
they throw that in with PlayStation Plus. But I can guarantee you right now, it will not be thrown in with PlayStation Plus. No, I, I think there has to be some separate, at least either two tiers of PlayStation Plus or a separate subscription. That, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you may get, I don't know, 10 bucks off a month. I don't know how much they're going to charge for this. I, It depends on the library, but I'd pay 20 bucks a month for it. What about you, Justin? Um, I don't know. It definitely has potential. It's definitely one I'm looking at, definitely looking forward to. Um, again, I piggyback off of Drew's argument. Um, it depends on the library and price. Um, I don't think they're going to screw PlayStation Plus members. I think they will give them some sort of discount. At least would, I would, would think, think they would. Yeah. Um, They've been good because, about that stuff in the past. So. I mean, let's. I mean, if they look at what Microsoft is doing, um, and I know they're not doing anything like this, but, um. They have this, you know, Xbox Fitness thing where it's free for now, but next year you're going to have to start paying a price um, if you want to get all the full features. And I don't know if that's going to be discounted if you're already a gold member. So um, if they're smart about it, they will discount PS Plus members. Yeah. So, um, um, I mean, I don't know how it works for things like Netflix over there. So um, in the UK. Uh, Netflix is one price. It's the equivalent of $10, and you have unlimited streaming for whatever you please. Right. How does that, is that the same for Netflix in the, the U.S.? It's, uh, it's $8 it's over eight, in the U.S. Yeah. for unlimited streaming. So, for, so uh, every month. Can, you, can you guys still get the physical discs too? No. It's no, just this streaming? Is streaming only. Okay, so you, they, they offer for, I think it's what, $16 a month? You can get the disc and the streaming? Yeah, um, about right. but I, I mean, nobody does it anymore. Everybody just well, does the streaming. Yeah, I mean, we have a company called Love Film, um, which is Amazon Prime. Essentially, they, it's the UK version of Amazon Prime. Yeah, Love Film is owned by Amazon. It's exactly the same thing. They offer physical discs, but that part of their business is so important to them now. It's all about <clears throat> competing with Netflix. See. To me, I mean, I play. I, I have Netflix. That subscription just pays dividends because, as I say, I pay six ninety or six pounds a month, and I will watch maybe between five and fifteen movies or documentaries um, a, a month, and, and that to me is just so so worth it. It is. I mean, I agree. The library has to be good to start off with. Yeah. The technology has to be right, so they have to make sure. And I'm sure this is what they're focusing on is making sure it works because it doesn't matter what content you're playing it doesn't matter whether it's a ps1 game or a ps3 game it's streaming so the streaming part has to work yeah that's that's a pivotal point too that one needs to be addressed i mean they should already know that their servers when this goes live and i'm glad they're doing a beta test but the betas are different than live Mm. they they have to know from previous experiences with every, their servers are going to get pounded. Their servers are, their servers still aren't perfect. No, and that's what's worrying. That's and yeah. They, they need to fix these kinks, and they need to have this service running, not flawlessly, because we all know that when something new launches, it's not going to work right in of the course. first. You know, but they have to be prepared to fix it and fix it quick, especially if it's a paid service. Yeah. Well, I mean, my my concern is that for the money that I pay for Netflix, I can watch all of those things because a film lasts an hour and a half, a documentary lasts an hour and 20, a TV show lasts 45 minutes. So I can, you know, it, a game's different. You know, if you decide that you want to rent Final Fantasy VII, 
it's going to take you a month to play that. Yeah. At the least. And if you're paying $20 a month for the use of that one game, it then doesn't become good value for money. Well, I mean, it depends on... I mean, yeah, but I mean, I could easily play five hours of Final Fantasy VII and switch over to, I don't know... uh, Gran Turismo 4, you know, or or, or something like that. You know, the possibilities are kind of endless, especially with the library that they have. And if they utilize that library correctly and let me have unlimited of whatever the hell I want to, then then it'll work. But if you're you're saying, oh, well, I mean, I guess that's where they're coming up with the tiered stuff is like this is a rental. So you can rent Final Fantasy 7, and then when you get done, you don't pay for that anymore, and then you rent the next game. I would think the rental service would work better if they said, okay, for four bucks, you can rent this game till you've completed it, regardless of how long it takes. So if well, it takes, you, of, if it takes like... you 10 minutes, that's fine. If it takes you 10 weeks, then I think renting that game, it should be on a per-game well, basis, not a per-game per week or per month. If, you, if, you do, if you're doing at... that, you might as well just buy the damn game, just download it. Hmm. Well, I mean, you need to look at uh, – they also need to look at – the only competitor they have in that market is, of course – um, Gamefly. Gamefly, yeah. So they need to have prices comparable to that. Yeah. Um, and it's, I, I I can see their tiers getting kind of expensive. Yeah. Um, if, but uh, again, I mean, we don't know all the details and we don't know what they're thinking. Um, we'll see more details trickle in as oh yeah, E three is going to be a big yeah E three is going to be the big reveal I think on that and, one, especially since as I said they're hoping to launch in the US sort of summertime, which to me would denote sort of July August. E three is probably going to be their platform for this. That's that's right, that's pretty damn quick. Yeah, it is. That's that's quick. They've that's been quick. Working on it for two years at that point. This, this is well, true, I'm, but they just announced it not even a year ago, and I was thinking, man, we well, won't see this till like 2015 well, or something. But you see, they just announced it to the public. I'm sure behind the scenes they were working on this for oh, a couple of years. I'm sure. Not, I'm sure. So I'm sure they're pre- they're prepared for this, um, but again, I don't think they are. So, uh, oh, and what about the fact that this isn't just your PS4? You can buy a Sony Bravia TV, which will probably come bundled with a controller. Yeah, and you've got gaming at the masses. Uh, and you know that kind of sucks too, because I have a Bravia, but it's not 2014. So that's the caveat: is it's only available on Bravia 2014 and higher models okay. and new. But the going forward, this is interesting. I mean, what does that mean for the next generation of consoles? Is it all going to be streaming? I mean, we already, this week after the announcement, Microsoft have come out and said there is, they're looking into something similar as well. It seems to be where they want to go. It seems yeah. to be they, because yeah, if you I, think about it, if they, if, if this turns out to be a great success and the, the technology works and the library's great and the pricing is great, the PlayStation 5 will be like Apple TV. Yeah. You'll well, pay 30 I mean, bucks for it. That's the way things are heading anyway. Yeah. All digital, all streaming, because I mean, yeah. if you can have a game at the snap of your fingers, who fucking wouldn't want that? Exactly. They're, that's, that's their way of getting away with DRM. They're get, they're get, you know right. you, you don't want pay you don't want DRM anymore. Well, you got a streaming service. Every fucking game we've ever fucking made is on here, and you, you just pay a flat fee. You know, I mean, that's I, what what Sony would love for everybody to do, and I'm sure that everybody's talking about oh old older games like PS3, PS1, and PS2. Hell, knowing them, they'll probably start releasing day and date. PS4, PS4 games, games. and, and that's what they want. They want their early. yeah. They want their system to be a streaming system, so that all the money goes to them. Well, I'll tell you this, and I'm concerned a little bit about that too. Is I know this was in the past. I know it's been a few years, but when they were attacked, 
you know, and brought down that worries me because they let their architecture get out of date and they knew about it. So if they're going to want to make this a success, they have to stay secure. Yeah. But the, what, my argument, and that is a completely valid argument. You're absolutely right. But this PlayStation was designed after that. Oh, I know. They, I know it's designed after that. from their mistakes. They must and that's done. what I hope they do because when they came out and said, oh, yeah, we knew about this, fuck, then you should have done something about it. So I know they've learned, but that's still a big concern in my mind. If I'm going to have a credit card and paying for this shit on their service, they have to keep it up to date at all times. No, I know, like I said, like I said, it's been a few years, and it, you know that shit storms come down, and they, we've moved on. But in a way, we haven't because once you've been attacked like that, it's, it's always, always going to be in the back of your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Um, again, they, you know, the PS4. I'm sure they have learned, you know, lessons tenfold from from that incident. And uh, you know, you'd like to think with the way that the cloud system works, the way that the systems, both for Microsoft and for for Sony, are tied into their how they want it that there is a reason for that and i mean people cried foul over the microsoft thing um with it you know the 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 drm essentially stuck on that um there was you know the upside would have been that's that's a lot more secure because it's a system that they completely control um but there is always that threat you know there are clever people out there and there'll be clever people who put that intelligence to nefarious use um just to make a point and i mean that's what the sony thing was back uh, in, uh, you know three years ago it was a point made because of something that sony had done and you know hopefully they'll have one learned to secure their their infrastructure um uh, you know in, in a in a better way and two not to piss hackers off yeah uh, I mean, but we'll see it's always I, gonna be <laughs> Hackers are, a, you know, they're a fickle bunch. Yes. I mean, if you do one thing to piss them off, they'll get at you no matter what. So, I mean, you're always going to piss someone off. But the, the fact is you have to stay one step ahead because yeah. if you fall one step behind, you're done. Yeah. Got to be Batman. So, to be I mean, fair, no matter what headway Sony have, have got with the PS4, that can be undone in a matter of moments. Absolutely. Absolutely, because, you know, people who want to harm companies, they're always looking for better tools, and they will always find them. So if they stay up to date and they keep their shit secure and they, you know, price this well and they have good library, this can be a great success and it can be a great leap towards the future. So hopefully it'll take off. Well, and I'm kind of curious how you get in this beta because I kind of want to be in it. <laughs> Me too. It, um, I, we won't get in it over here because I don't see it launching in the in Europe probably until maybe closer to the end of the year. Um I think it's wise that they're opening up with the U.S. because it's a big country, and if you're going to test an infrastructure, that's a great way to do it. Um, but I think I won't see that kind of service until later in the year, possibly early next year. But it excites me; it really does. So, yeah, yeah it, all good. It's something I've been—I'm looking forward to, man. I tell you, I can't wait. Um, so I'm just going to throw this phrase out: six v six. Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> That's it what I'll say. To a lot of people, and this is—I take you've heard of this uh, this week, Justin. Um, the story that Respawn have come out and announced that the Titanfall's multiplayer will be a maximum of six v six. Now, when they announced that, the internet broke, um, and everyone was screaming foul. Um, some were saying, "Oh, it's a." 
technical lim limitation, which is a load of bollocks. Um, and they've, they've been criticised over it. A lot of people have been very rational about it and said, you know, this is coming from the people who turned multiplayer on its head and made it the thing that we have now. Yeah. You know, it's not as if these guys don't know what they're doing. It's not as if they haven't tested this. They probably tested 100 v 100. They wanted the best experience and they have settled on six versus six because you're not talking about just six players in the match. You're talking about six players that can launch six titans. So there's 12 titans essentially that could come onto a map at any one time. Um, I think where the biggest bone of contention is is the people that are saying, well, the games are still going to have bots. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, still, it's still filled with bots running around while you're still having six versus six. So that, that, a lot of people's argument are saying, well, if you've got bots, why not people? But it's, I don't think it's completely about that. It's, it, bots are there to ensure that everyone gets a good, you know, that feels like they're doing and accomplishing something because bots yeah. aren't as intelligent as humans when playing these games. And if you've played any Modern Warfare or Call of Duty game, you know how infuriating it can be when everyone's better than you are. So I think by putting bots in and you're giving all of these new players, because this, you know, you're not going to have veteran um, Titanfall players because they're all going to be new. This is a whole new thing. But to give everyone the ability that they're feeling like they're accomplishing something, um, whether that's killing bots or killing humans or taking down a Titan with a Titan or without a Titan, that is, I think, is, a, is a, the best way to approach this. I. I... More power to them, dude. That's the thing. I mean, the, these are the people who created fucking Call of Duty 2, which and Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 4 and Modern Warfare. Yeah. Which, in my opinion, are the two best Call of Duties that's ever been made. In actual fact, like, I would I, I would quite easily add that Modern Warfare is the best first-person shooter multiplayer ever made. Um, full stop. Not Call of Duty alone. It's in my you know people will argue like Halo fans and stuff, but I really enjoyed it. It got me into first-person shooter multiplaying, yeah. which is something no other game had done beforehand. Yeah, I mean, so they know their shit, and people yeah. are just... Idiots? I think most of the people that are even talking about this shit are just... People who like video games are just fucking jaded pieces of shit nowadays. It's so it's so stupid. It's always about what, well, controversy. what we've been done wrong by. Yeah, it's we've... all about fucking controversy. I'm so it's sick of it. It's only that way because they've become spoiled. Exactly. That's the thing. Everybody's privileged. Well, right. And I mean, I mean, Battlefield Four. I mean, if it ever worked, you can have what sixty-four player matches. But that's and then you go to another is. game. Right, and that's that's exactly right. Yeah. That's the type of game that is. Titanfall is a completely different ball of wax. Yeah, yeah of course it is. So, Just because it's a first-person shooter doesn't mean it's the same as any other first-person shooter. Well, right, but then you have the argument where it's only multiplayer and it's only you know, and it's only six versus six. Well, who fucking cares? I mean. Uh, that's good. I mean, because that way it's it's not. I don't think it's meant to be as hectic as your you know exactly. Call of Duties or your Battlefields. So I mean, deal with it. You're not entitled to it just because you played you know 18 or 16 players. Yeah. You're not entitled. You're not enti if they can stop thinking that they're entitled to something more than what they're getting. This would be fine. They should they should think themselves fucking lucky they're getting that game and so soon after launch. It's Absolutely. the only. It's the game. It's the only game at the moment that could turn me to forking out for an Xbox One because, you know, fair play. I've I've made my bed. I will lie in it. Um, but 
bloody hell does Titanfall look amazing? I just, I, that, see, you, you're talking to a guy who doesn't give a two shits about Titanfall. I don't care. I'm not probably not going to play it. You know, I mean, I know it's coming to PC, and if it's on the press account, fuck it. I'll play it on the press account. I'm not <laughs> buying it. You know, th- that's the thing, is is that it's... It's EA, mate. It ain't coming to Steam. I, I Well, yeah. So, uh, the thing... That's the thing that's, that's getting to me, is that I don't care about the game, and I'm saying, shut the hell up, you haters. You know, it's just... it, it Because it's... Oh, my God. I can't even, like, just... It's it a, seems it's, like it's, a week doesn't go by without something causing the internet, and especially you know Twitter and the forums, you know the neo gaffs, and it doesn't cause them to explode over something they think they're, in, as you say, entitled to. Yeah. We, you know what? Ninety nine point nine percent of the idiots screaming and shouting have absolutely no idea how to make a video game. Yeah. You're talking about a company that turned it on its head. They know what they're doing let them do it let them make it the best it can be and then fucking enjoy it when it comes out and shut the fuck up and see that's this argument can go on forever and it's going to go on forever it's the internet it gives idiots a voice and they're not afraid to fucking say something yeah and and the problem is is that these fucking companies listen to those people well they should know better hopefully at least learn by now that there's a lot of morons out there and now they have a voice you know thanks (laughs) I, i was talking to ken today and I, I came to a sad realization talking to him is that um, I told him, I said, you know, we'll probably never see a uh, another DMC because it sold so poorly. And he said it was because all the people say not, it's not Devil May Cry. You know, the, apparently there's a new NeoGAF forum or some bullshit like that talking about um, how DMC is is not a Devil May Cry game. And to all those people out there, you were fucking idiots. And it's a it, it's a sad day to see a a a company with the caliber of Ninja Theory now being reduced to making iPhone games. But do you think um, if we take the Devil May Cry or DMC argument, if do you think had we had that game come out as a quality as it had back maybe seven or eight years ago before? the internet was a fucking vicious cesspit that it is, would that have done better, do you think? It's hard to tell. I think it would have. I mean, you think about certain things. I mean, hell, Infamous 2. That's a perfect example. When when Infamous 2 was shown and announced for the first time, it was on Game Informer. And they showed Cole McGrath. He had hair. He had some tattoos on him and stuff like that. They kind of changed his image a little bit. All right. The people got pissed off that they changed his image. And it scared Sucker Punch so fucking much that that game wouldn't sell, that they changed it back to the old Cole. But the problem was they kind of changed his image because they had to change voice actors. Yeah. So now there's this new voice actor playing old Cole, and it doesn't match up at all. And I'm like, seriously? Well, I mean, they solved solve that with number three because it's a completely different. Character. This, this is true, but it's just it's just the the mere fact that the the these these anonymous people on the fucking internet have so much control. have have so much control over yeah, over uh, over over somebody else's vision. Sucker Punch wanted to make their own fucking game, and well, then to be then, fair, I mean, but they they wanted to make their own game to make money. I understand that. Yeah, that's exactly. And they don't want to lose that money. Exactly. They have to, they're forced to listen, but 
And again, should they be forced to listen? I mean, they would have made money regardless. Yeah, I think, so, I think I think it would have sold anyway. But it was just it was just the fact that it. it I don't know if they were focus text testing this shit whenever they released that those pictures or whatever. But it's stupid. That 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 well that blew the, me away and pissed me off. The thing and, is, and, it didn't affect the gameplay because that was never going to change. Well, and see, that's the thing. If you, that question, your to answer your question, John. Uh, with, with the internet not being as prevalent as you know eight years ago, uh, we we focused really on word of mouth. Yeah. Um, and you know, say you know we are doing the podcast saying, um, you know, uh, yeah, the game is great, it plays great, but you know the voice acting is kind of in, the character kind of looks in. That wouldn't stop people to play it. No, because but you're now, telling them the game is great. Right, and you know, since we have, you know, we honestly we have a limited appeal. Uh, we're not as big as the internet, obviously. We Nothing yeah. is. So now people rush to it, and you know it it, it snowballs into yeah. something minor, into something just fucking dramatically huge. Yeah. And it's not fair that these companies have to go back and say, "Fuck, we have this many bitching and complaining about it. Maybe we should do something." Yeah. It's not fair. Because you're right, Drew. Yeah, they have cool. a vision. They had a vision, and they were forced to change that vision because of everyone complaining. Microsoft was in the same boat. With yeah. their Xbox One. They had a vision for it. They had a vision not for now, but for the future. And they had to change that vision because of all the bitching and moaning. Yeah. And the problem is is that the, the bitching and moaning came from ignorance. I mean, all right, fair enough. Microsoft could have done a little better in regards to schooling them. But it's all about the scare, the changing. Oh, I don't want things to change. But you've you've been calling out for the last two years that you're bored with your old console. They give you a new console and you don't want change. Make your fucking mind up. Yeah. What Microsoft were doing was... For the benefit of us, over a long term. Now, all right, fair enough, they didn't message that very well. But the, the whole point was to, you know, well, you can now give your games to 10 other people. That was brilliant. That's never coming back. You well, know, don't say never. It well, might. it's unlikely in the way that things are at the moment. But, yeah, you know, you've, we've got a few years to go yet. But, you know, they had there was a reason for it. Now, some of that reasoning will be for their protection. Yeah. Some of it will have been for ours. What they failed to do is sell us on those benefits for us. Well, not not but, just that, but they they came off a little, uh, cocky. Uh, uh, yeah, cocky as hell. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, what, what, what was the guy named? But no different that, to what PS3 did or PS Sony did when the PS3 came out. They were cocky. As this, well. this is well, true, and they and they they caught their asses though on that one because the PlayStation 3 was number three in the console war of last year. And they said, okay, we need to get back up on top. Okay, maybe we need to start respecting some of these people. Right. And I, I mean, I, I, I know what you're trying to allude to, Drew, but that asshole who left. He went to I Zynga. Yeah, that guy who said, hey, if you, you know, 360 is a system for you if you don't like what we're doing or yeah. something like that. I, I, that was bullshit. Yeah, that and was there's stupid. a reason why he's no longer at Microsoft because I'm pretty sure he was kind of forced out at this point because that comment pretty much killed his career at Microsoft. That was an asshole thing to say. And if anyone sees him on the street, feel free to punch him in the nose. That, um, Don that, Matrick. Don Matrick. There you go. Yeah, the, the, uh, that and then he, you know, they all mentioned – Okay, we we understand what you guys want. You guys don't want to be all always online. I guess you guys just weren't ready for the future. I mean, that, that's how they that's a, that's how it came off as. And yeah. it's like, really, get your head out of your asses, man. I mean, you didn't. You were afraid that the, the fuckers weren't going to buy your system, so you changed it, it. That's what it was. It was they were seeing that at the time the PS4 pre-orders were outnumbering four to one, so they had to change. But 
No, it they didn't help. have to change. All right, no, they, they didn't yeah. have to, but they felt that they had to because they can't, you know, don't want to lose their, their grasp when the consoles were launching so close together. With the Xbox 360, they had, I'm not sure how long it was, in well, in the in the US, you had what, about a six-month head start. In the in the in Europe, uh, about a year, and they had that head start. They didn't have it this time. But the fact of the matter well, is, is that fair, they lost that grip when all this shit happened. They needed better communication, better PR. If that was better, it probably would be closer in numbers. They lost that grip when they just started confusing the shit out of it. There, there's there's still people out there and I've talked to them. There's still people out there who think that you can't tr- you can't trade in your you can't use used games on the Xbox One. Yeah. See? That's, that's the that's the that's that's the crazy thing is that there's still that, well, people out there that believe how, that. Well that's people, you know, obviously who don't go on the internet a lot, obviously. Yeah, it's true. But, but it's I mean, also it's their communication has been poor already this generation. And that needs to change. If they haven't got rid of these people yet, then maybe they should look at that because their <laughs> communication absolutely sucked. No one can argue that point. No one. So, anyway. That was a good rant that had nothing to do with our original story. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the original story. <laughs> six we shall move six. on to the we shall, Oh, right. We shall move on to the next one. Um, steam machines everywhere. So, beginning of the week, there weren't any. Now there's about 12. Uh, so, Valve have really, well, Valve have allowed third, the third-party manufacturers of the Steam machines to um, basically read some information. There are, there are almost a dozen, maybe even more than that, all ranging in different uh, um, specifications, uh, from low-end ones to real high-end ones. Um, some cost the $400 mark, which... As many of you that can do maths will know, that's more expensive than a next-generation console. And they're the entry-level ones. The the big boy is $1,900. Uh, I have a machine that can play every Steam game imaginable. I paid $1,000 for it three years ago, and it still works to this day. I think I'm good. <laughs> do you think that's going to be the opinion of most people? I think that's going to be the opinion of most people, yeah. Especially whenever you, you look, your... when you look at that fucking controller that they got, yes. Well, that too. I mean, but you can make your own computer for less than nine. That's what I was. I was going to then bring up. The fact is, is that with a little bit of tech savvy or somebody who you knows don't need somebody to be like, tech savvy, you you can build a two thousand dollar PC for probably less than six or seven hundred dollars. Yeah, so why are you paying yeah. that much? I, I don't know. I, like, see, that's the thing. I had mine pre-built. It was nine hundred and ninety-nine U.S. dollars, yes, and uh, and it's it's still working to this day. I haven't upgraded or anything like that. I'm sure in the next probably two or three years, I need to get a new graphics card. But that's you know maybe two hundred bucks. Yeah. You now, so I mean, I'm I, I have I am totally fine with my PC right now. You know. Do you, so you don't think Steam machines are going to be taking over the world of consoles? Absolutely no. not. No, not <laughs> not not in any way, shape, or form. But do you think Valve cares? Do you, is that what they're going for, or is, is is the whole point of having this range just basically we've got a machine that's going to suit your wallet? You can go for this one or that one, but your experience, we hope, with the um, actual operating system will be very similar. I think maybe, and this probably not even close, but I think maybe it has to do with the less tech crowd. You know, it, it's like oh, you can go ahead and you know. 
try to build your own PC and then, you know, try to get the best prices. But, hey, you don't even have to take, you know, why why bother taking all that time to build it? And, you know, here's a Steam machine. That's it's the, already built uh, for you. And you can already, and you can just, you know, hook it up to the Internet, do what you need to do, and you're in, you know, online playing games in like 10 minutes. This is you know, they'll, maybe it's they'll come with controller, less... won't they? They'll ship with the controller. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I mean, it could be get built towards that, but I'm I, probably wrong. But, I mean... I mean, if you, if you think that the Steam machine's built and geared toward the less tech-savvy kind of person, the less tech-savvy kind of person, when you mention video games, is automatically going to think the Xbox or the PlayStation. And that's and that's why I'm completely I, I said I'm completely wrong because let's be fair, <laughs> if you're playing PC games, you gonna you're gonna know something about how to build your own machine. Well, I mean, I don't. <laughs> well, I, well, I'm sure you know some. I mean, you know when you need to upgrade your graphics card oh, yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. And, you know what price you want to pay for it. You know, people who don't know how to build a PC or don't even, you know, work around them, they, they're not going to know any better. No, no. Uh, is it, it just a Steam branding? Is that is that where the price comes from? Probably. You, you know, I, I don't think Valve has put that much money into this. That's I think that's one of the reasons why they got third parties making the machines. But do, do you think they've missed a trick? Do you think by not creating their own one steam box that could compete with the consoles they have kind of missed a trick or do you, or do you think they're just happy because you know let's face it they have pc gaming sewn up do you think they're happy as they are and they've just done this so that they could maybe have machines that are running their operating system i think yeah i think they're just trying to make a little extra dough well in my opinion they should have not really bothered like you said john <laughs> they have pc gaming sewn up yeah if they if they seriously dumped a lot of money into this I feel bad for them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is really no need for this, to be honest with you. No. They have a great service enough as it is. Why bother with this? Just yeah. if it's not broke, don't fix it. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think they're going to lose much money over this. As you say, they're probably not invested. Well, they probably invested some, but they'll get that back. Um, I mean, all that they're trying to do, I think, is to promote their Steam operating system which will obviously be automatically plugged into all of these machines, uh, which is Linux-based. I mean, that's the other problem, is it's Linux-based. And if you look at the library of Linux games on Steam, it's it's, it's slim pickings, to be fair. Um, and I think this is just to get that operating system into more homes and more people using it. Um, you know, as far as Steam is concerned, that's the, you know, that's the operating system that yeah. works the best. It has the least restriction. And... By at least producing these machines that have the operating system on, it encourages game developers to make their PC versions oh. of games into oh, Linux. Yeah. It's yeah. The, I mean, Linux, I mean, that's a good operating system. Don't get me wrong. It's mm. free. Yeah. You can't beat free. But look at the Ouya. That was free because it's laying on uh, the Android operating system. That failed miserably. Well, it might have its day. You never know. <laughs> no, it will never have its day. <laughs> the, the only difference, well, the big difference is is that the Ouya may, it doesn't have the library that Steam does. <laughs> Right. But no, again, absolutely. the Linux version of that at the moment is very, very sparse. You've only got about 200, well, I'll say you've only got about 200 games, but you compare that to how many games are on Steam. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I, I think it's necessary. We'll see. I mean, I, I'm not sure whether they've had any release dates for it, um, uh, for any of these machines, but uh, they're, you know, they're incredible. It depends on what you want. I mean, I'm sure somebody who wants maybe a PC that's mainly for gaming, then this might be an ideal thing. But you, you'll, you know, you 
may have to go up to two grand to get the top of the range one, and how long that stays top of the range is, is obviously anyone's guess. Well, and, and to be fair on that price point, too, if you want the top of the you know line PC, it's going to cost you about that much, too. Yeah, no, yeah. that's right. But it'll be running Windows. Um, okay. <laughs> so, Enough <laughs> <laughs> the last story we've got, um, uh, you may have guessed from the music at the beginning, we'd be talking about this at some point. Um, Alien Isolation has been announced um, coming out this year, a uh, holiday release. It's made by Creative Assembly. Creative Assembly. Is it Creative Assembly? I don't know. I do not know anything about this game. Okay, so it's it kind of has jumped up on, let me just double check this um, it has kind of jumped up uh, you know, it's quite no one knew this was coming um, yeah, it's creative, creative assembly um, these people make our, um, uh, strategy games um, but the screenshots got leaked earlier this week and they have come out and they've basically confirmed, Sega have confirmed that Creative Assembly are working on this Alien Isolation game. Uh, it is based upon the Alien film, not Aliens. Um, it is set 15 years um, after the events of Alien and stars Amanda Ripley. So that's, uh, if anyone doesn't know, it's uh, Rip- Ripley's daughter in the quest to find what found out what's happened. Because obviously at that point, She's in deep space, obviously. Um, there have been some videos going about. It's very, very pretty. Very pretty. Um, the lighting is absolutely fantastic. And the whole point from what they're saying uh, of the game is not about killing aliens. There's only one alien. There's just the one. Right. It's not like previous alien games. Um, you don't get weapons. It's essentially a survival horror with a small cast of characters and one big motherfucking alien. Um, the alien is meant to survive to... without weapons. It's, it's be... what they're saying. It's not about killing. It's about getting out. It's like uh, amnesia. Yeah, it's, yeah. Apparently, it's amnesia, but with aliens. Alien. Um, it's yeah. It's not about killing. You. You have the ability of um, objectives to help you get out of the space station that you're in and much like the film I mean if you remember um, the film obviously a classic uh, it, it they don't fight the alien they are just trying to find ways of escaping it um, and this is what this is all about uh, I would recommend there's uh, I saw a video on the videogamer.com uh, website, uh, they had had a hands-on with it, and they'd been given some B-roll to, to put onto this uh, video that they did, where the guy who played it talked about it. He goes on to basically say that um, it feels nice, and the alien's meant to react to you um, in a smart, clever way. Um, it, it doesn't. It's not always around. It's not always about the alien, but it's always in the back of your head that he. Could tur- you could turn around at any time and that fuck will be standing there. Yeah. This could be amazing. But we or also said suck. that about Colonial Marines. Right, I'm going to say, or it could suck just as bad as, you know, that awesome game. So, are we ready for one? After the debacle it was, you know, that piss-poor game. I think people are still waiting for uh, <laughs> uh, 
a good alien game. I mean, what was the one before? What was the one before Colonial Marine? Uh, aliens vs. Predator. That oh, was terrible okay. as well, wasn't it? Eh, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. Or, I'm sorry, could, it wasn't great. Could this be what it's been missing? Instead of go, instead of instead of taking your influ, um, influences from like Aliens or Aliens versus Predator, uh-huh. go back and it, you know you want to make a horror game. If you look at all of those films, the only real true suspenseful horror film is the first one. Well, and if it keeps true to that and the way it sounds like it's going to do, I think it'll be pretty fun. I mean, how many times do you get an opportunity to play this kind of game without shooting the fuck out of something? Mm. So I like psychological, and this sounds like it's going to be kind of a psychological thriller kind of game. I like those type of things. So If you like that, then you should really try out um, Outlast and Amnesia. The first one. Okay. Not the well, second. I mean, they're what are those PC games though, right? Those Outlast are PC. Outlast is PlayStation co- yes, PlayStation Plus. It'll be free for PlayStation Plus. Wait, wait, wait. Which one? Outlast. Outlast on PS4. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. When? Uh, I don't know, but they said wait. it was happening. Outlast is that the one where you switch? Um, You're using a video camera. Stuff? No. What? No. Okay. What am I thinking of? Outland. Outland. No. Outlast. Uh, I have. I played through the entire game on that live stream <laughs> that, that I did. Funny, you do that. <laughs> and we have a video of that if you want to see some me scream like a fucking girl. <laughs> so wait, I, I must. Uh, I didn't hear. There's no date for it yet. No. Not not Alien Outlast. Oh, Alien Outlast. Yeah, no, Outlast is it's coming to PS Plus. It's going to be probably March April time. Oh, okay, okay. Because uh, if it's going to be, now, I, I have a PS4. PS4, sorry. Yes, I have both actually, a PS3 and a PS4. So. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes, I didn't know so. that you played Don't Starve. That game is amazing, by the way. Yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah. It is really good. Yeah. You don't like it. No. No, it's because it doesn't tell you what to do. You have to figure it out yourself. No, I'm fine with that. I just don't like it. I am loving it. The only problem I have with it is the screen burn because I've got a plasma TV and those little boxes at the top and the side burn the shit out of my screen. <laughs> Especially when I'm playing it for about four hours. <laughs> Sucker. All right. um, yeah, so, um, I mean, I last I watched Drew play that. And to be fair, the best bit was watching watching drew play that yeah um i i mean it's it's i think it's great that it's coming to ps4 i think it's great that that when it launches they're going to be giving it away for ps plus that's what i think that's where the success lies with the ps4 subscription because obviously they can't give away top end aa games with the exception of drive club this is wonders but i don't know if i'll play that game because that's a game scary as shit to me you tell you (laughs) a game is very scary but i mean They've, you've got this alien franchise that, all right, it's, it's had its problems, not just obviously gaming franchise, but the actual franchise itself. I mean, you look back, and although I did really enjoy Prometheus, um, it was completely different to what uh, the original films were, and there were only two good ones out of the first four films. The Alien vs Predator films were shite. Um, you know, games it's been it's been hit and miss. I mean, probably the last good game was Aliens vs Predator on the PC, the original one. Um, this this could be good. Sega's got a lot of bridges to build between oh, I mean, them and the Alien fan community. The formula um, that made the movie good was what. Horror. Thank you. Suspense. Suspense. And if this game has that, then it should have a relatively good success rate. 
Because I mean, that's the, that's the thing that made that movie popular with people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was it was that and the stomach burst, of course. But it's yeah. That, I mean, that game that that film isn't an action film. It is, you know. It, if you look at it, the alien is the star of that film. Everything else that goes circles around it is is inconsequential. Um, it's all about the alien, and it's you know, it's, 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 it's an amazing director, and he he he, he done it perfectly. Um, this I think has the best chance of bringing that franchise back. It just, I mean, Creative Assembly aren't known for this type of work, but you know, they are. They they seem eager to show this to the world and they 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 seem really excited about it so well, it, fingers crossed and you haven't got too long to wait end of the year um you know yeah. they've left it quite late for a, for the reveal and i think they'd have left it even later if it weren't for the fact that the the, the screenshots got leaked so if, if it doesn't do well it's uh you know to quote bill paxton game over man <laughs> nice nice um and on that bombshell um we shall be back next week um of course we would love you to tweet us we ha- i have tweeted out earlier that we were taking tweets but no one's come back to me today so mother you lose um so yeah you can tweet us please please follow us we really need to help um no it's... john wait wait don't succumb to begging no i beg <laughs> I'll, I'll beg yeah i will plead um at ztgd newsburst uh during the week we spout out headlines from some of the big stories and then of course you get the chance to interact with us when we record the show uh we're all on twitter as you can imagine uh Justin is at Killer Wolverine. Uh, Drew is at DML Fury. And myself, of course, is at John WUK. Uh, we will, uh, oh well, I say we, we won't be back on Sunday. Uh, me and Drew will be on Sunday. Jay, Justin, I believe, got a date with a football team. True. There you go. Um, apparently, a big match. I don't know what that means. Yes. My okay. team is in the playoffs for the first time in. Eight years, something like that. Oh, well done. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, but you should be back next week. And uh, if you want them to come back, Drew, we'd love to have you on again. Sure, I'd love to come back. Cool. Um, thank you very much for listening. Um, you guys take care, and we shall speak to you next week. Thank you. <laughs>